Welcome you to Restored Life Podcast with Stanley. Here we learn how to grow our knowledge of God's word and to rest in his goodness. On this platform, we will share how you can act on the word of God, walk in your inheritance, and enjoy all God has made available to you in Christ Jesus. In the last episode, I, in, I read from the book of Genesis chapter 21, 14 to 18, and I spoke on God's help for broken people. Today, I will read from the book, same book of Genesis chapter 21, but I will read just 17 and 18 as I talk about God's help for broken people, part 2. And I read, And God heard the voice of the youth, that is Ishmael, and the angel of the Lord called to Hagar out of heaven and said to her, What troubles you, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the youth where he is. Arise, raise, raise up the youth and support him with your hand, for I intend to make him a great nation. We talked about, you know, the story of Abraham, the rich man Abraham, how he sent out his son Ishmael and his mother Hagar into the wilderness with very limited supply of food and water to sustain them through the desert heat. You see how Ishmael and Hagar went off into the wilderness with no certain destination in mind, wandering aimlessly until the limited provision ran out. And then the mother cried out, the son cried out. We saw, you know, two lessons last time. Number one being that you should train your children to know God for themselves. Just as, you know, um, you know Ishmael had a relationship with God through Abraham. So he cried out to God just as his mother cried out. And God heard his voice. In the same way, you ought to teach your children how to approach God with their own needs. Teach them to pray, for you never can tell. It may be their cry that will save the day. We saw a second lesson. That while going through bitter times in our lives, oftentimes we forget the revelations that God gave us. And we encouraged us last time, please, no matter what you're going through right now, do not forget what God had said to you years past, months past. Do not forget the word of God concerning your lives. Remember, God is too faithful to fail. He's not a man to lie. And the point he, you know, was clearly that remember what God has promised you in his word. Hold on to it, believing that it will be done just as he said it, since he is not limited in any way. Today, I will continue to talk on the third lesson to learn from the passage that we read. Did you notice that God did not stop blaming Hagar for her past mistakes? Instead, he responds kindly to her, addressing her present situation and reassuring her of his promises for the future. That was grace. And that grace is available to you now. Receive it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, you may have failed. Yet God never sees you as, you know, as a failure. No matter how bad your past may have been, when you bring that past to God, when you bring your mess to God, He wipes it clean. For the Bible says, I will not, I will, sorry, I will forgive their wrongdoing and I will never again remember their sins. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 12. Also, with God, there is no situation that cannot be salvaged. Remember Luke chapter 1 verse 37 tells us, With God, nothing shall be impossible. So is there a debilitating health challenge in the family right now? Have you run out of provision? Are you faced with all sorts of impossible situations and issues? Bills to pay, debts to pay, I mean, to pay difficult exams to write, hopeless marital issues, was within and was without. Consider how Hagar and her son cried out in their hopelessness. And God had them. 
For the Bible says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. So no matter how low you have fallen, there is a Redeemer who can pick you up, who can dust you down and set your feet on a rock. You know, as humans, no matter how sore your baby is in his own mess, you wouldn't leave him in that state, right? Why do you think God would abandon you? Except, of course, you've turned your back on him and have refused his earnest move to help you. So no matter how bad the situation is right now, God is willing and he is able to turn things around if you would take your issues to him in faith. The fourth lesson. The Bible makes us know in verse 18. An angel of the Lord called out to Hagar from heaven, saying, Lift the boy up. Take him by the hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Friends, God loves that child even more than you do. And he is saying, lift him up, take him by the hand. So do not let your economic status, do not let your, you know, your current situation right now, don't let that broken marriage ruin the lives of your children. God is mindful of your children. God is mindful of all children. He is mindful of all teenagers. He's, all, he, he's also mindful of all young adults. And by the way, he's mindful of every human being. God says to encourage these young people, mentor them, guide them, because he wants to make them into a great nation. God is saying, I have a great plan for their lives. But your role is to guide them into that plan. If only they can be guided, then I will fulfill my promises concerning them. You know, today, many children are self-destroyed because of the failure of the parents and guidance to model good behavior to them or to mentor them at all costs. For many parents and guardians, they have just simply given up on their teenagers, given up on their children. Parents play an irreplaceable role in the lives of their children. This vital relationship positively impacts a child's physical, mental and emotional well-being let's look at some quick facts on parental involvement from you know um, a site called parentalright.org number one it says children who have parental support are likely to have better health as adults two it says students with involved parents tend to earn higher grades have better social skills and are more likely to graduate and go on to post-secondary education. Three, it also says children are more likely to be socially competent and have better communication skills when they have parents who are sensitive to their needs and emotions. The, fifth, uh, the fourth point says teens who are monitored by their parents are one quarter as likely as teens with hands-up parents to smoke, drink, and use drugs. So no matter what your story might be, you can choose to make a difference. Make a difference in the life of your children. Make a difference in the lives of those children that you are taking care of or that you, know, that you birthed biologically. Remember, the angel of the Lord said to Hagar, lift up that child. So I challenge you today in the name of the Lord. Lift up that child emotionally. Lift up that child spiritually. Lift up that child you know, educationally. Take him by the hand. You know, by resolute guidance, take him by the hand. Amen. If you've been blessed by today's podcast, please share this with other people, other parents, other guidance, other children, you know, that are in your contact. And listen out for the next episode. God bless you. Amen.